This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Welcome to the Crop Watch podcast. I'm James Hook, and today, as always, Jill Gordon Smith joins me live from the vineyard. Good morning, James, and uh, welcome to Vintage. We uh, had the bell ringing last week, which signalled the start of Vintage in McLaren Vale. And uh, it's great to be in the vineyard with you today, having a chat about uh, how vintage is going to be going, where we are at and where we've been, because you and I have been in some very interesting situations in the last yes. few months. We've been on a journey over this, uh, this vintage so far. Um, today's probably the most pleasant day we've recorded on, I think. So. Well, last time we recorded, it was... 45 degrees, so I think you said maybe 42. Yeah, I, I made a little gaffe in the recording. I was saying, oh, look, today it's forecast to be, you know, 42. And, and then I made a slip and said, oh, 45. And I should have stuck with the original comment because it was 46.7, a record day. Absolutely. And uh, today I've got a jacket on. Yeah, today's February the 14th. Happy Valentine's Happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Um, so we've had yeah a small amount of grapes picked in McLaren Vale, a little bit of sparkling base and some, some Chardonnay and uh, even Riesling. There's a little bit of Riesling left. So yeah, only a small amount picked. Yeah. So where are we at at the moment? Well, we're at we're probably three weeks away from the storm of picking. Um, I saw lots of Bome readings come back from Shiraz last night from different growers putting their samples in, and most of those were between 10.8 and about 11.8. So a little way to go. Yeah, two to three weeks. And of course, uh, there was a bit in the news about Langhorn Creek recently, about uh, the amount of uh, yields being down by 50%. Well, I think that the article said 70%. 70%. Now, that's not true. um, yeah, you can refute that. Uh, that was sort of someone saying, oh, I've heard that Langland Creek's down by so much because of that hot day, rah, rah, rah. Um, 70% is like a not understanding of maths. Um, if I say, said to you, so Langland Creek's about a 60,000 tonne region. Okay. It's like me saying to you it's 50% down and saying I'm only going to pick 30,000 tonne. And then, of course, if I say it's 70% down, I'm saying it's only going to pick... Yeah, eighteen thousand, twenty thousand ton. Um, it's not, guys. No, it'll it'll pick forty five, something like that. And yeah. and the weather there's actually been you know not too bad. And vintage looks like it's sort of you know normal timings for Langhorn Creek. Yeah, think? well, I think the damage is like what we've got here in McLaren Vale. Um, I can take you to patches that look awful and have been severely affected. Um, I can take you to stuff that you couldn't tell it was forty six. Just like today, we're in this this vineyard, it's a fantastic vineyard, but everything looks a bit sparse, and you can see the effects of those weather conditions that we've had, those weather events. I've taken you to this vineyard, we're on the coastal side of McLaren Vale, Um, so we're we're near California Road, um, but we're up on the ridge, up on a ridge line up here. If we were to go up to the top of the ridge, we could actually see the sea just on the other side. Um, so this vineyard, uh, in a good, in a quote-unquote good year, is an A-grade vineyard. It's off, more often, it's a B-grade kind of vineyard. Um, 
this year it's it shows the effects of the three significant um, things I think that we've learned from this vintage. So let's go through those yeah. three. So first point was uh, we had a, dr a dry-ish winter. So a green drought. A green drought. Um, spring rain was um, deficient, was much lower than normal. So this vineyard, the shoot growth is maybe a metre 20, 120 centimetres at, at its longest. Um, and there's a lot of shoots that are about 80 centimetres long. Um, which means that it was a small canopy going into summer. And there's a lot of damage to, for what we can see right now, to the leaves. Yeah, firstly, this vineyard, um, it missed the storm damage okay. because it's just sheltered from the, from the sea. Um, so it missed the November storm damage. So it didn't get affected by that as little as, you know, as best as possible. It didn't get too badly damaged from that. Um, but it got heavily affected by the hot January. Right. Um, so what we're looking at now, this vineyard lost probably half of its leaf area. Um, I mean, you, you can describe the symptoms for listeners. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, browning of leaves. We've got a loss of leaves. There's not a, um, a good coverage with, with leaf. And, and talking about that, yield. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's become out of balance because it's lost it's lost half of its leaf area through the through the heat wave, just not being able to keep up with water. And those vines, have, the leaves have gone like, crispy. I can crunch oh, them. Oh, crunchy, yeah. um, really damaged. So, um, so, and how is that going to affect our yield? Uh, it's it it's correspondingly it's dropped about a quarter of its yield. So if you go through, you've got bunches that have bunch stem necrosis. So they. The, the PDLs have gone red and the bunch has dried out. And yeah, I, I think es my estimate looking at this is it's lost half of its leaf area and about a quarter of its crop. And even the bunches look very sparse and, and very and open, scr yep. scrawny at the moment. So th this block I would think will only pick yeah, a couple of tonne to the acre in old talk. Okay. So maybe maybe eight tonne to the hectare, something like that. And there's still some lovely flavours in here, maybe though. five tonne to the hectare, if, it's, if I'm really getting the, the yield estimate wrong. It's nice flavour. The quality's Beautiful good. Beautiful flavour. It's just been affected. It's just had the problem of, of losing, you know, just couldn't hold its fruit through the hot weather. Yeah. And um, so where are we, you know, what are some of the things you're seeing out in the vineyard at the moment? This is an extreme example of it. Most vineyards haven't lost 25% of their fruit. I mean, we can... We can drive within a few hundred metres of this vineyard um, and find a block that's maybe lost 5% and still powering on and going okay. Um, but in general, you would say this season has been tough. It's been hard to grow healthy vines. So everything's been thrown at our growers. Yeah. And, and the care that vineyards will need to have happen after harvest is going to be more important than ever. Okay, that's to set us up for a really Setting, good harvest yeah, next yeah. year. The, the good news is, obviously, the last time we had a shocking hot uh, January was 2009. Black Friday bushfires in in um, Victoria and equally over here we had 44 degree weather. Um, so 2009 uh, turned out okay because February and March were cool. 
And so far, it's been exactly what's been yeah, happening Yeah, it's now. really looking yeah. like what's happening. So long, slow, ripening yeah. conditions. So, um, Whereas if, if the January weather had continued till today, we would be in serious trouble. Yeah. Okay. So we'd, we've been lucky. Yeah. That's farming. <laughs> it is farming. And um, I suppose, as you said, it's going to be putting in the effort for next yeah. vintage. Putting so it's in the keeping some water left, keeping some water up your sleeve. Um, if you are a, if you are in a case where you do fertilise your vineyard, um, looking at how you apply that close to post harvest, so making sure that you put nutrient on just after harvest and don't don't wait a month because if you wait a month, you probably see that the leaves will just fall off. You got you got to keep these leaves on as long as possible. I think something else you said when we were uh, discussing briefly the um, media reports yeah. is to maybe contact CropWatch and rather than just panic about media reports? Yeah, well, people like... like You've spent a lot of time with journalists. I've okay. spent a lot of time with journalists. They're not, like, scientists. They just look for the story. The sensation. You want yeah, and the, the, story, the sensation is record and heat destroys vineyards and harvest is a disaster. But we know that's not true. I can show you vineyards that, you'll, that will still make really high quality wine and everyone's smiling about them. And this yeah. is the hard thing when you're selling wine, you know, if people talk up vintages, you know, talk... Most vintages in Australia, we can make some really decent wine. Yeah. No matter what yeah. happens, we have the experience in the vineyard, great growers, and um, yeah. And even this vineyard's not in great condition now, but the fruit oh, you the said it's got awesome. good flavours. It's same. okay. It's going to make some good quality wine. Mm. But, um, I was lucky enough. I went to the bell ringing ceremony, and um, Steve Pennell was sick, so Drew Noon got up and spoke, and he said, um, "Look, if you had a choice between." quantity and quality you'd pick quality absolutely um I, i'd probably say you should have both but, yeah, <laughs> but let's face it you know uh, mccallum vale's uh, premium wines yeah, are, premium are going up yeah. we're a and, premium area oh, look, and there's going to be because uh, this will be a light vintage there is going to be a shortage which will help uh, grape sales next, next year, year the year after so you know it's yeah. So there's always a you silver lining. You have to take lining. the positive out of it. You have to take the good and the bad. And if and if things continue with a, a mild February and a mild March, uh, next season won't be affected by what we're seeing. Um, 2010 was a bumper crop and good quality in McLaren Vale, um, yet it followed the 2009 horrible summer. So it's so yeah, it's historically we're looking as all things are being equal. We're looking at a, a yeah. I, I, a reasonable harvest. Famous last words, if you go three weeks where we don't have a really big rainstorm and we don't have another heat wave, it'd be okay. It'd be fine. And what's it looking like? Uh, it's dry next week. So you, you oh. can't follow forecasts longer than about a week to two no, weeks out. No, because things, things yeah. absolutely change. Yeah. If we were looking at a forecast um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, it, it didn't actually have it as being as cool as it's been. So, mm, yeah, take it. As I said last night, almost put the fire on. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really cold again at on, at Kuiper on the so those lovely cool nights. Yeah. And you, and you're going to see that you'll see a le things will be about a week to two weeks late now. Yeah, this this vineyard we're in, I think, often actually would get picked in February, like the okay. very end of February. But uh, I think this needs two or three more weeks now. Like a lot of McLaren Vale needs that little bit extra time to finish so up. So we're going to be slightly late, mm. but not as uh, late as we thought initially. Uh, I reckon probably almost exactly the right call was made um, 
in in early January about when picking will be. Yeah, I'm, I stand by those numbers. We can we can dig them up and say James said that this would happen. But yeah, I think I think we, it's been running about this. It's been running about this speed all the way through the season. Um, just sometimes it goes quicker and slower through bits. So end of January did go quick again because we're under vines are under stress. But then now for the last uh, three weeks we've been in it's slower been than normal conditions. Yeah. Any other advice you would give to growers? Well, look, again, it goes back to something I'm sure I said in the first couple of podcasts about what growers can do. It's about ground cover and mulching to get through summer. If we're going to get more of this weather, we've got to keep ground cover on. Got to have some stubble. We've got to have something to stop that reflective heat. And for this vineyard we're in now, where it's on a nice slope and the, the top of the hill where we are standing is lost 25 percent of their fruit that they've got to mulch it yeah, yeah if we're going to run into more weather like that it's they've got to have mulch on here yeah. and i think we mentioned the the difference in temperature between vineyards that had cover crops and undervine mulching compared to the temperatures of those during that massive yeah. heat wave yeah. that that didn't so it's what very um you and i on the january 24th the really hot day we recorded about eight in the morning and finished about nine something like that after that, I thought, I'll, I'll go into Bunnings and I'll get one of those uh, infrared thermometers. So I went and got my infrared thermometer and then I went out to a vineyard that I, um, a vineyard that had some mulch and had bare soil and I knew that I could do a little bit of a quick survey on it. And I started and I did my survey. The bare soil at, this was about 10.30 in the morning, the bare soil had already hit 65. And the mulch part was still 45, that's, but there was 20 degree that's difference. That's a massive difference. And then my thermometer stopped working. I thought, okay. these thermometers, they can, you know, it's 400 degree rated, but the handpiece was too hot to oh. register. And I went out to try and do it at three in the afternoon. I couldn't get the thing to work. It was too hot. So I would hate, like, it, at three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, it would have been 75 probably on that bare soil, 75, like... You know, you put you put your put stuff in the oven at seventy five to crisp it, don't you? Oh, basically, absolutely. <laughs> so, some really good advice, James. Really start to enjoy this vintage, but get yeah. prepared for next vintage. So we, we got in three weeks' time. We're really busy, um, and so if we get three more weeks of clean weather, I think we we'll, we'll talk. Okay, you know, we'll be we'll talk again and be smiling and yeah. talk it up. Yeah. Thanks, Jill. Thanks, James. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLarenvale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLarenvale wine region.